Have you ever heard of vart or a chap or like a gedank, a geschmack of vart, and you thought, you know, that is so smart, simple, to the point, why not think of it? Well, I had that moment a few days ago when I went to Dav Mincha one afternoon in Shiner's 18 As I was leaving shul, I noticed a tall, dignified presence standing at the bima. I actually almost walked by, and then he looked up and he noticed me. He has this dazzling, radiant smile. And when Rabbi Berger, Rabbi Simcha Berger, smiles, he lights up the room. He just has that effect on people. So he calls out, Rabduvid. He likes to call Rabduvid the Chesidish Alvar. He says, you want to hear a good vart? Not waiting for me to respond, you know, as if I could say no to him anyway. He was going to tell me his vart no matter what. He tells me, you're a news guy. What is the main topic being spoken about in the news these days? Well, of course, I didn't hesitate for a second. I said, well, the five people who died in the submersible that imploded on its way to the Titanic. You know, I didn't think his smile could get brighter, but it did. Exactly, he said. And then he says to me like this, imagine the following headline. Billionaire dies after sinking into the depths. This headline could apply to Kairach, right? who was one of the richest men in Klai, so Mamash a billionaire, but he ended up sinking into the ground after he rebelled against the Rabbi Nishalaylam, and he disrespected Moshe and Aaron, he complained about their leadership positions. But you know what, says Rabbi Berger? This headline also applies to the submarine accident, too. There were five men on board, very wealthy people, in fact, one of them was a billionaire, and they all died after sinking into the depths of the ocean, almost living out their dream of visiting the famed Titanic. And it happened literally the week we lane Parshish Kairach. You think that's a coincidence? I think not. I want to tell you something. When he said those words, my ears perked up. It was such a perfect tzushtel, I couldn't believe I didn't think of it. But he wasn't done. Oh, no, he was just getting started. Yabduvid, he says to me, what is the lesson we have to learn from this? Obviously, the Abishta made this incident occur during the week of Parshish Kairach, so we should learn something from it. Make ourselves better from it. Well, this is what I thought, he tells me. If you think about it, why do people go on expeditions? Why do they they spend so much money and they put themselves in dangerous situations just to live out a dream? You know why? Because they want to explore. They want to go places they've never been to and they want to see things they've never seen before. Why? They want to discover new things, expand their horizons. They're never satisfied with where they are or what they have. They need to explore. They need more and more. That's what Kairach and his Ada did too. They might have been rich, important men, but it wasn't enough. They wanted more. They wanted leadership. They wanted to take the position of Maish and Aaron. But they knew they couldn't. It was out of their reach. They wanted to rebel against the old guard. They wanted to bring in new blood to lead the people. It was this need to explore and go beyond where they should have gone. That was their ultimate downfall. Rabbi Berger says to me, that is the lesson we are to learn from the fact that Hashem caused a similar occurrence to these types of people. And amazingly, it happens Mamash at the same time. It happened the week of Pasha's Kayach. The Rebbein is teaching us a Yid has every capability inside of him. He has the ability to grow in Tayyun Yerushimayim. He has the power to connect and to teach and to be makar of other Yidin. He has the instincts to perform mitzvahs ma'isim toivim. All of these are found inside a Yid's Helig and Neshama and Guf. He doesn't need to go out and explore new fangled ideas and concepts in order to make him a better Yid. 
he doesn't have any reason to rebel against his uh, the old guard, the upbringing in order to elevate himself to higher heights. It's alts falsch. It's fake. No, when a person seeks to remove the the uh, the old way, the old guard, the ways of the avos and the imoyes, the forefathers, this is asking for trouble. He is setting himself up for disaster. He is entering a submersible craft without basic security standards. This was the word that Rabbi Berger tells me. And I looked at him, and his face was shining. The whole room was like shining. He, when he tells over a vart, he really says it over. But the emphasis is, it's so true. You know, why do we care? Somebody actually asked me this question. Why do I care if a British billionaire and a rich Pakistani father and a son and a French explorer and the CEO of the company, they all went down, they wanted to get a, a, a glimpse and see the Titanic firsthand, a, an expensive joy ride to the bottom of the ocean. Why do we care? The Terence is because... This is how Hashem is showing us the risk of exploring, of exploration. If something is beyond your reach, it means it's not meant for you. Kairach was reaching for something he had no business reaching for. And people often do the same thing. We see something that another person has, or he owns that, and we say, I want that. Why does he have it? Why does he deserve it and not me? You know what? Such a mindset can really, really bring a person down. It could lead him down a rabbit's hole, and he can ruin not only his own life, but his friend's life, his family members. It's very shreklach. An incident like this is a cautionary tale for every single person, how we should behave, how we have to know what's within our limits and what's not. Let us find the kaychas that the Ebershta has given each one of us, every single yid, and use those kaychas to make the greatest discoveries in Avodah Hashem.